I think that any opportunity to participate in any type of activity throughout school, uh, you need to jump at it because you don't know what you're going to be able to have after you leave school. However, from a, a show point of view, this is going to be like nothing else that's ever been done across any education system, uh, especially um, in, in Sydney Catholic schools. Uh, school of Rock is going to absolutely stretch and push and show the abilities of not just the students, but what the department can do and what the system can do. Welcome to Season 7 of Spotlight on the Arts, the musical theatre series. Join us as we chat with industry professionals, members of the SES arts team and artists in residence who give us a backstage pass to the world of musical theatre. Jordan Vassalo is involved in many areas of the entertainment industry as a director, performer, master of ceremonies, producer, corporate performance coach and all-round theatre creative. Studying at the Australian Academy of Dramatic Art, Jordan has been fortunate to work in musical theatre with Pacman Productions and his own company Bloom, as well as TV commercials, live entertainment and film. He's also a very charming and sought-after marriage celebrant across Sydney and beyond. Welcome, Jordan. Thanks for having me. So, Jordan, what role do you play in the magical world of musical theatre? Well, at the moment, my main focus is as a producer and director. Uh, So over the last couple of years, I've sort of made my transition to behind the scenes and more into a logistics and creative point of view, which has been exciting. I'm also the president of Holroyd Musical and Dramatic Society as well. So I do a lot with community theatre and some grassroots programming. Yeah, so they're my favourite. That's probably what I'm doing most at the moment. So how did you find your way into the industry itself? Like most people, I started at school and uh, my first introduction into the arts was uh, Rocker Stedford Challenge with Terra Sancta College in year nine. I auditioned uh, because uh, one of my friends ticked the box for their sports elective and I was like, oh yeah, let's let's give that a try. And because I was a boy and danced, I got in. So that sort of just started my journey through being a performer after high school, I made the decision to follow the career and, and study and then just took any opportunity that sort of came my way. Um, one of the most exciting was going over to America uh, for a, a program called Dance Excellence and dancing in LA and Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm and doing uh, performance boards and had opportunities to audition while I was over there. And it just sort of from there kept snowballing and became my career and my life and my love. And what a great love it has been for you. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. A number of our uh, Sydney Catholic schools are looking at to putting on their own uh, school musical. Why do you think uh, musical theatre itself is a good fit for schools? It's probably one of the most all-round education opportunities for any kid. So when you look at somebody who's doing a musical, it's not just about the performing on stage. It's about giving them organisation skills, uh, opportunities to concentrate on their communication ability, how they portray their own personas as well as characters. So no matter what career you end up going into after school, being part of a school musical or part of any arts program allows you to really draw on those experiences and those skill sets, whether you decide to be a CEO or, you know, Elsa in Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) I think those two are uh, exclusively linked, so that's that's great. Of course, of course. So you were talking about some of these skills that uh, students could gain by being involved in in musical theatre productions in their school. What do you feel has been your greatest learning in in the arena of musical theatre? I think it has to be 
from a performance point of view, definitely my own confidence and, and the ability to self-assess and, and become self-aware of not just uh, my, the character choices I'm making either vocally, physically, um, or within the ensemble, but also myself in working with different departments and people who are part of the of the show. So, you know, different stakeholders, the, the, the producer down to the costume person, the, the mic tech to, you know, the choreographer, um, and how to have those conversations with them to get the best out of that production and out of what they're hoping the show to be. So for any, anybody who's going to, to be part of a show or any educator or, or producer or director who wants to start it, I think the outcome is only ever going to be positive we get to get a clap at the end of it. Not many jobs you get a clap for uh, <laughs> for the job that you do. Most of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're currently searching for a cast and crew for School of Rock the Musical and we have an open audition call to Sydney Catholic Schools which includes uh, graduates of our program. Tell us, why should our up-and-coming performers be involved in this show? I think that any opportunity to participate in any type of activity throughout school, uh, you need to jump at it because you don't know what you're going to be able to have after you leave school. However, from a, a show point of view, this is going to be like nothing else that's ever been done across any education system, uh, especially um, in, in Sydney Catholic schools. Uh, school of Rock is going to absolutely stretch and push and show the abilities of not just the students, but what this department can do and what the system can do. Um, and especially the amazing people in the creative arts team. But I think, uh, I think anybody who, whether it's a student or a teacher who is wanting to put some kids up, the only outcome is going to be positive because even an audition where you don't land the gig, uh, is an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to hone that craft and self-assess and, and go, right, what can I do better next time? What is it that I can control within my circle of influence as an artist to make sure that the next time I audition, I book the gig? Do you have any advice or tips you would give to future performers who would like to pursue a future musical theatre and, and the industry itself? My biggest advice is always be hungry and really back yourself it is not just an artistic endeavor, but it is a, a business endeavor too. And, you know, you can't just be a great performer. You have to have a bit of a, a business mind about you as well, a financial mind, a, a way to be able to uh, clearly communicate. Uh, so all of the things that you learn at school really come to play when you're deciding to be an artist. And it's all about the hustle. You've got to get that hustle in, right? <laughs> what are your top three musical theater shows that you've worked on and why? Okay, so I'm going to work backwards from three. So three, two, one. So I think my one of my favourite ones uh, was Sweeney Todd, number three, and that was with um, Holroyd Musical and Dramatic Society. It was a um, community theatre show that I directed and my wife, assistant, directed with me, um, and it's Stephen Sondheim. I'm going to do a 2.5 because I can't differentiate between uh, one and three. <laughs> uh, the next one would be Les Mis that I did with Packham Inn uh, that was with the amazing Daniel Bell as Jean Valjean and Robert McDougall as Javert. One of the most amazing moments as an audience member and being part of the production team as a producer to just feel the gratitude and the warmth from the audience, standing ovations, clapping, and not going to lie, cried. I cried when that happened. That was amazing. The... Next one is my own production of Into the Woods through Bloom Creative Productions, which was our, our first opportunity to produce as uh, in, in a professional arena with my wife. 
We did a whole sun time in 10 days, learnt the whole show, put it on, teched it and opened. And for those playing at home, it's normally about 80 hours of work to get a show up to then hit the theatre. And we did the whole thing in 80. So um, never again. But uh, it was one of those things where you like, you live and learn. And the final show is The Producers. Mel Brooks is my comedic, creative inspiration and idol. He is one of the funniest people in the world. Uh, he's an EGOT recipient uh, for those playing at home. That's a Emmy, Grammy, Oscar and Tony. And The Producers is the biggest Tony award winning show, 12 Tonys. And I got to do it again with community theatre, but with all of my mates. And it was the opportunity that everybody who is in my you know, friendship circle, worked on it, laughed with it, loved with it. And that's why I do theatre is to to create with my mates. And that's my number one. And we form some great friendships during productions, which just are lifelong uh, memories, treasured totally. memories. Yep. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. What do you think is the greatest song from School of Rock? All of them. Come and see it. Tickets are on sale on the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best banger is here at Horace Green, hands down. Jordan, thank you so much for giving us your time for our podcast season. It's lovely to hear from people who are within the industry and exude so much love for the industry. And it also highlights how the musical theatre world creates such a loving community and how great it would be to have as many Sydney Catholic School students involved in our up-and-coming production of School of Rock. Thanks for having me. 